0: Hey, what is going on, guys? My name is Tigo. My name is Sean. And we are at episode 8.5? 8.5, yes. No, it's 8.5. 8.5,
1: the EA conference. EA Sports. It's in the game. I
0: don't know why you always (laughs) go to that. Like, they do (laughs) other stuff. Um, I think this is kind of the first big, like, major company that we've done a press conference, like, recap for. I don't think Bethesda or Ubisoft falls in that category. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't feel like Square Enix falls in that category. Maybe, kind of. I don't think so. Really. Dude, Bethesda and Ubisoft are way bigger companies than Square Enix.
1: Square Enix. It's in the games.
0: Um, so, yeah. EA. EA had a EA lot of different pretty things. EA um, Had a lot of different things. A lot of people don't know this, but EA actually has an office here in Orlando. And I visited it. It's pretty cool. It's where they make Madden. It's a, it's a pretty cool endeavor. Um...
1: I'm kind of sad they don't have uh, any Tony Hawk's coming out, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That's Activision. Is it Activision? Oh yeah. It is Activision. And technically, it was never soft, so.
0: Huh? Technically, it was never soft. Why are you bringing up Tony Hawk? Let's so actually sports. go into the thing. Um, let's actually get into the conference. Battlefield 5, we got the new um, DLC, DLC um, announcement for it. Um, all we know that it's coming out in October. We don't is, have an actual uh, oh, date. Oh, it's
1: just like a map, right? Uh,
0: no, it's an actual content update. So I think it's supposed to be map, like game modes, guns, um, I think it's supposed to be a whole thing, but it's like it's like a fake update, kind of like a fake a soft update. DLC kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of like how I felt what the season pass for Apex was. It was like a soft update. It wasn't like All you got was octane. It's a new gun. Like all we got was octane and like a new gun that wasn't good. Like that's it. That's all we
1: got. And so so nothing major, nothing that affects the entire game.
0: Nothing. That's my thing. Is nothing that wants that brings you back to uh to Battlefield. A lot of people bought Battlefield and then left. And there's a whole debate on Battlefield, and um people want Battlefield to go back to the style of Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 2. I agree with that sentiment. I think if the game goes back to that, the competitive scene will grow. Because uh, Battlefield 5 is trying to come into this esports world. But when your focus is 100% on having these huge battles, right? 100 v 100, and you're not putting enough time and effort into building a Universe. solid competitive platform, so. you can't have 100 v 100 and be competitive there. Like, that doesn't work. No team is going to employ 100 players. Like, it's just not going to happen. So for Battlefield, they used to have Rush. Rush. They, it's called CQB Rush. And it was their game mode, and you used to play like 4 on 4, or I think it was 5 on 5. And it was incredible. I loved that game mode. So and then they the just kind of got rid of like,
1: it. With kind like of a SWAT kind of thing? Um,
0: no, it wasn't SWAT. Um, it's kind of like domination, but the points grow as you go, so you have to go capture a point. If you capture it... So, like th- territories. <laughs> yeah, but it's not territories. Let me explain. Let me finish explaining, and then you can make your assumption.
1: I like making my assumption while I talk.
0: you talk. You go and you take a territory. If you take that territory, the team that was defending that territory then retreats to a secondary backup territory to cover. Then they also... No. Rush was just domination. Three flags, you go capture the flags. Yeah. No, they had a game mode that could do that. I just misplaced it. It was just domination. Rush was just domination. You would rush, capture the objectives, and the whole thing was points based. Um, I think they also had spawn based, so you had a, a certain number of lives, so you couldn't just go out and die. You had to kind of be strategic about it. And so, my thing is, is we've had this conversation before, and in a in a in a world where um, esports kind of make or break your game, or if they're if you're not going to be an esports title, you've got to make You've got to make sure that you're super compelling as a game on its own. Um, it's hard to stay relevant in a gaming world, and I think that's what Battlefield is running into. Is you've got to pick a direction, man. You've either got to be super competitive, and you've got to go they're, with what the trends just are. To do everything to yeah, to they're no, no, the thing is, is the like they don't ball. have an identity. They don't have an identity anymore. They used to be the anti-Call of Duty. It was call. It was a first-person shooter but it was a realistic first-person shooter it was you had health and you had different classes and different guns and different objectives and different things and you had realistic vehicles and realistic um soft destruction and it was semi-realism in a first-person shooter and it was different like when you shot people you kind of felt the bullets hitting them unlike in call of duty you don't have that feeling when bullets like you don't have the impact feeling. You just feel like you're shooting laser beams kind of yeah. and your laser beams are killing like in Black Ops you didn't have that you felt when you're not Black Ops. In Battlefield you have in this sensation of like oh my shots are actually penetrating and they're actually hitting something. They're they're doing like physical damage. And that was cool, and that was what I think was what it had, and now Battlefield just doesn't have an identity. And I think this update just feeds into that narrative of, man, you either go full-on old-school Battlefield, Battlefield Bad Company, and all of that, or you go and you say, hey, we're just going to be Battlefield 3, because that's where your thing is. Right now, what you're doing isn't compelling and isn't interesting anymore. And the rumor is that the next game for Battlefield is Battlefield Bad Company 3, which I think a lot of people are interested in, and I think it'll bring a lot of old-school Battlefield fans back, but I don't know. this, I'm concerned for the state of Battlefield. I love that IP, I love that title, and I just don't know what EA is doing with it, and I've got concerns.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure that your insights are shared among the community.
0: Yeah, I've watched multiple videos. This guy, I forget his name. I wish I looked it up before we started talking about this. Um, he did a great, like, was like a 45-minute video where he just explained the progression of the battlefield games and how they change in each generation and each. Uh, iteration of the game and what their what he believed the identity for those games was and how they've gone from having this identity from Battlefield being, you know, Battlefield to just becoming a nothing kind of game. And so that's the that's the concern with that I have with Battlefield is that, you know, is that they're just kind of becoming a nothing series. And I don't want that for Battlefield. I want Battlefield to be good. Honestly, I want Battlefield to be able to compete with Call of Duty. Because if they can compete with Call of Duty, it's going to push Call of Duty to be better. I don't think there's a first-person shooter game that challenges Call of Duty in that space right now.
1: Yeah, I feel like Call of Duty is dominating like the first-person shooter. The world. first-person console shooter, yes. right?
0: And so it's just like, I don't think there's a game that's really out there that's competing with it. And Battlefield used to be that game. It used to be battlefield versus call of duty and it isn't it isn't anymore and i'm i'm that's sad to see man because battlefield was such a good series back in the day so what are you gonna do yeah, exactly you right. know like it's it's you kind of just hit your hope and pray that ubisoft i keep ubisoft uh that ea can fix their stuff and that they can make it better i think montreal is the is the office that makes the Battlefield games. I think it's EA Montreal. So, step your stuff up, French Canadians. Do better. <laughs> French Canadians. Um, next, Anthem. Anthem. Anthem's more along your kind of style of gameplay.
1: Well, um, Anthem is kind of like, um, ex- uh, like a carbon copy of Destiny where it goes third person rather than first person. And supposedly they're getting a DLC called Catalysem. Cataclysm.
0: Cataclysm. Cataclysm they you, they took the name straight out of World of Warcraft.
1: Yeah, I
0: think that was one of the best DLCs for a while was Cataclysm. I yeah, that's, Cataclysm. that's what I heard
1: from uh, my brother. He actually enjoys uh, Cataclysm. Or I, I enjoyed the crap out of That's the, the one I came back or, into. Or the, the Lich one. Uh. Uh,
0: Bane of the Lich King.
1: Yeah, that one. Which one of those two? He, L-
0: he probably likes Lich King, not Cataclysm. If yeah. you like Lich King, you don't like Cataclysm.
1: Oh yeah, Cataclysm was where they introduced the pandas, right? Mm. Yeah, I think he, no that, idea. I think that's where they introduced the pandas on World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah, I don't think he liked that one. Probably not. Cause he's racist against pandas. Yeah, those lovely pandas. Um, I actually uh rejoined WoW because of the pandas. Anyways. You
0: play? Didn't you play a panda shaman?
1: Yeah, I love pandas. Yeah. Pandas are my favorite animal. Anyway, um, back to where were we were talking about. Anthem? So you,
0: you, since you're into, like those kinds of games, right? Okay, maybe not Anthem. Do you think Cataclysm is a big deal? Like, is it? did the content... Because, again, I can't really weigh in on that type of game. I watched it. It was okay. But I'm not really invested or interested in those types of games. So I couldn't make an educated, formulated opinion. As someone who likes those games actively, like the Destinies and the Anthem... Like, you would play Anthem if it was first person. Yeah, probably. So, like, is Cataclysm enough of an event to bring players back to the game and get new players or is it just like a, one of those nothing updates like the battlefield 5 one
1: was yeah it's, i feel like it's like one of those nothing updates i don't think it'll be oh it, it might bring some people because DLCs always yeah, people dlc back. always brings people back but, but i don't feel like it's it another, won't keep those players. it won't keep people it will just like keep them entertained for a while then that's it and then people will go back to playing whatever it is that they're playing yeah exactly okay interesting interesting um
0: i still can't believe that this game got dlc that this game still exists Sims 4?
1: Yeah, because, uh, oh, Sims 4. No, Sims is, Sims, like, a huge... Like, no, 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 yeah. We've
0: had this conversation where, like, Sims is one of the most popular... Like, Maddie plays Sims on her phone. She has zero games on her phone. The only game that she plays on her phone, and she does it every single day to make sure she gets all of her tokens or whatever it is, is Sims. And she loves it.
1: And I have. I, I don't know. Idea. I, I remember Maryam playing it when she was younger. She had like the Sims two or something on the computer. Dude, the I don't get disc. it. It's like, what's so entertaining
0: about Sims? Like, I don't get it. It does not make like
1: I can't comprehend. I don't. I don't understand why you want. To Where's the entertainment? Why would you want to simulate real life? No, no, no. Why would you
0: want to simulate a, essentially a bootleg version of of, <laughs> of real life? It's not even like a good attempt at simulating... Like It's just it's like...
1: like a, I, I, I don't remember anything... I don't, I don't pay attention to Sims, but I do remember back then, like if you put a table in front of a door, I mean a chair in front of a door, they wouldn't be able to get out. They'll essentially starve mm-hmm. to death if you just leave that chair there. And I'm like...
0: God, the the mechanics for for Sims, like I don't understand the like if you enjoy it, mm. great. Enjoy Sims. Don't let our n- misunderstanding like of your I enjoyment. Love, I like I like City Skylines. I like City Skylines where it's a, essentially a game where you just build roads and that's or roller coaster it. Typhoon. No, I never got the Tycoon games. I ha I do have and I have played game developer tycoon. And I did kind of enjoy that because you have to put like – you create games, but you have to put like different things into the games and you come up with different types of games. And then you have to sell it and your success as a company is kind of judged on that. I thought that was pretty fun and entertaining. But other than that, like I was, I was super – It's like I played it once.
1: It's like people who play games play it to escape real life. Why would you play a game that simulates real life?
0: Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Well, no, it makes sense – on oh, that perspective, right? Because you're trying—if you're trying to escape real life—and you can have a Sims life that's better than real life. It I get more that. More successful. Like and... I get that. I get the the appeal. It just doesn't make sense in my brain hole. Yeah. I just don't. Or get my interest. Yeah, it just doesn't pique my interest. But two updates: we're getting the Realm of Magic. We're also getting Island Living. Um,
1: Essentially, Island Living is like. You live in an island. Yeah, it's you just get like customized islands. Like, yeah, like and then Rome. I assume it's in Rome. No realm. Realm. So
0: realm of magic. So I'm pretty well, so sure it's just uh, wizards and. Like yeah, uh, I yeah, guess so
1: like you live in a fantasy world. I couldn't
0: sit through the thing. I I opened it and I immediately clicked off it. I was like, I don't. I, only, I don't need information I only on this.
1: Paradise of whatever island.
0: Uh, yeah, man. Wasn't a. <sighs> wasn't a huge fan of it. It's one of those just things. Just thinking that,
1: about it makes me a little bit tired. Yeah, honestly,
0: um, I'm gonna let you get into it because you kind of dove deep into like the Rust Heart, Lost in Random, and the Haze Light. Like, what was that announcement?
1: Well, I, I, uh, they really didn't announce any games. I felt like it was just like a company, like a branch of EA, um, were announcing it. Um, they were like, what they were developing. And they were developing three games where they like tease like footage like five second footages of each of these three games. And I feel like Hazel Light was the one that they um teased the most, which was essentially um inspired by a work of art where they were saying like, What if we could get this work of art as a game? And I thought the the, the, the graphics of the game was very compelling. It was like okay. one of those like really like dark artistic kind of like
0: like Limbo? Kind of. I love Limbo. Limbo's one of the best indie games
1: ever. It was like, it was stark, you know, kind of like sketchy, You know, was like, nah, mm-hmm. it looks nice. It's like, I'll play that.
0: Yeah. So
1: I does like, So yeah. would you
0: consider them AAA titles, or were they be indie games? What kind of I, game would I, you consider them? Because it was really short. I couldn't make, I, I
1: would consider them like indie games. In All three of them? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because, uh, what, uh, Rustar was, like a five-second trailer. Yeah, they were really where, short, where and I know that you went into looking into like the company and stuff. So it was like um, essentially or what's it called? Um, it was just like a mechanical mecha, with a kid on top of it or something like that. Yeah. And so
0: like, yeah. I uh, I discovered right, Hazelight is actually the name of the company. Is it the name? Of the company? Yeah, that game that you're talking about doesn't have a title yet.
1: Yeah, untitled. Yes. Yes,
0: it's the unnamed title.
1: Yeah, Hazelight. was the name of the company? Yeah. Yeah, Hazelight's the name of the company. can now them dots.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> again kind of kind of interesting there. Uh, it's interesting to see It's interesting because I I never thought of EA being big enough of a company. I like when I think of companies that kind of own other companies, I think of like Activision, right? Activision or, Microsoft or Yeah, Sony. or Sony. And I never thought of Nintendo. EA being No, Nintendo doesn't own other companies. Nintendo just does everything Nintendo in-house. Nintendo. Yeah, they just do everything <laughs> in-house. But my thing was like like, Microsoft used Bungie to make halos. The halos, right? Now they use three four three Industries. Um Sony uses Square Enix and I forget the company that makes the the unchartable games. But they make those games. And like they don't own that company, but that's like the, the on, that's the only games that they make for them. And Activision, like Infinity Ward and Treyarch and Raven and Sledgehammer, like, they don't make other games. They just make Call of Duty. And so my thought has always been, hey, I never thought of EA as being a company big enough to have these little sub-companies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never thought of them as big enough to have these sub-companies. And so that was surprising to me. When That's what got me. That's why I didn't even pay attention to what was happening. Is like, What is going on here? Like, this is a company that EA owns and that they, you know, whatever. I don't know. It just kind of got me there. So, moving on to the EA offices overseas to – I think they're in London is where these EA London, offices London. for FIFA 20.
1: FIFA 20 actually looks pretty, like – I had to give for FIFA, like, trailer – always are compelling
0: dude they're they're always done very very cinematically they're done very very well it's and they like, always show like the actiony parts of football. It's the
1: one it's like you know me I, i'm not really into the sports games i rather that's why i'm letting play, you talk first I, I rather play the sports than actually play the games of the sports
0: and i think that's not because of the fact that you don't enjoy the games i think it's the fact that you're not this sp- you're not a fan of those sports one of the things that read that's appealing about fifa is playing as your some of the your favorite athletes,
1: yeah. I can and never your superstars. Yeah, the thing I, I can never get into behind that because it's like I might just do it in person rather than watching TV or Yeah, but that video game. but that's the thing. Yeah, I th- think th- th- that's th- why th- those that's games why don't appeal don't, to you. Yeah, that's probably why I don't like, play the game. Like
0: I buy the every year's NHL game because I think it's really cool to create these stupidly overpowered teams with players that from would never all happen over. In yeah, and. And it's because I'm so invested into these athletes, like, I follow their careers on the daily that, you know, um, that's what I care about is that aspect of it.
1: Yeah, I can never actually get into it because, you know, um, I can never find it appealing. Uh, Because, you know, I, I was never into, like, actually getting into the depth of the characters. But that's just me.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, right, is, like... Great. I think the thing with FIFA and the sports game is that they've gotten a bad rap of being the same over and over again.
1: Yeah, it's just a repetitive and, thing with new characters.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is that that's not what they are. They're not that. A lot of people need to understand that there's a lot of little intricacies that the people who actually play these sports games that enjoy it, that does change. So for FIFA, what that was was this year they're bringing back FIFA Street.
1: Yeah, and I do remember FIFA 3 coming Dude, out. Dude, that was the best. How yeah, FIFA, FIFA 3 probably looked the most appealing to me.
0: Yeah, and so they're bringing that aspect of a game back <laughs> into FIFA, in FIFA 20. So that's one of those things that's, that's the new thing for this year, is that, is that they're bringing that back.
1: And I also noticed that um in the FIFA 20 trailer, there was uh, indoor soccer. Was that always a thing?
0: So no, that's coming in with, The street. The street. That's what it is. So with FIFA Street, I don't know if you remember it, but back in the day, FIFA Street, what it used to be was you had different courts and different places all around the world that you would travel to to play FIFA Street. And so that's what they're doing here is just taking you to different places around the world because street soccer is becoming a big deal. Um, it around, even... yeah, they have competitions and tournaments all around the world. Now, it's not as aggressive as it is in the video games. Like, it's not like, they still have rules and there's no slide tackling and things like that. But, that being said, um, It's still becoming very popular. They're doing tournaments all around. Like, Neymar hosts a tournament around the world, and if you get to, like, win in your respective countries, you get to travel to Brazil and play against him and his FIFA Street team.
1: Oh, That will be really, like...
0: uh, Yeah, they do those things. Motivational
1: to the people actually playing. it. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. So it's really cool that they're doing this. I hope what they do is they actually, in the FIFA Street, is they recognize some... um, real street tournaments that are from around the world just to kind of help get that publicity and that exposure. out. And I feel those like companies. they will actually do that. I don't think so. EA is super, super finicky about like getting paid yeah. on everything. So unless a company pays them, to, like I don't think they would give free publicity. And that's fine. I get it. I just wish they would just for this one scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. Grow the sport a little bit more. Get people more fans. Because if you do that, I feel like you help grow the sport and get more fans.
1: And I, I feel like if they do that, it's just like... It ultimately it, benefits it bran- them. It, Yeah, ultimately benefits It branches out their possibility of games. Absolutely. Uh, I think I'll definitely do it if they their marketing.
0: I totally agree, and, you know, that should happen. Ultimately, FIFA 20, you know, just another FIFA game. It's exciting. It's, it's exciting. It's it's, exciting. It's I like on, it. I'm this this we're excited. about the
1: subject of soccer. I miss uh those games like those soccer games with, like Mega Man Soccer and stuff like, like that or like Super Mario Soccer exactly like where you like Ridic- have, Super like, Mario Soccer was the best one where you have like super abilities or like gimmicky with every character. I remember
0: Mario's soccer ability was he would kick the ball, but he would turn it into a fire flower, so <laughs> it would turn into like this meteor
1: that no one could touch because they would get burned. That was great. And then um there was um in Mega Man Soccer there was uh there was a Mega Man Soccer yeah that's like a real thing Nintendo Super. Nintendo. The NES. Okay, not the SNES, the NES. Uh, yeah, I believe it was the NES. Not the Super Nintendo, but the Nintendo. The Nintendo.
0: Super Nintendo. Where, um,
1: essentially, there's this uh, scissor kind of cat. I don't know what his name is. For some I don't remember I anything from Mega Man. Ex- Man. Well, he had, like, I remember Zero, hat. and that's it. I had, like, a scissor hat or something like that. Mm. And, essentially, his power was he cuts anyone that goes in contact with the ball. And essentially, you just use that power, spam that power to go, like, just go through the goalie. It was, it was hilarious. It was completely, oh, dumb. But you know, it was fun. But
0: there's there's certain games like you need some of that. You know, yeah, like super like Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Like you need games like that to just be mindless and stupid and just just entertaining and fun for no reason.
1: And it's great for the parents that want to get their sons or daughters excited about certain certain sport or something like that. Or they could just get these games like yeah, I guess. It's an introduction I guess. To yeah. I guess it could work.
0: I guess it could work.
1: Um, let's talk
0: about the other sport game that they announced, Madden 20. This one, I don't think you're going to have really any talking points on. No talking
1: points whatsoever. I enjoyed football. I was actually considered in high school becoming, uh, joining the football team, but that's when I dropped out and ultimately did it.
0: What position would you have played?
1: I wanted to be a running back. I'll, I'll I don't
0: know what you looked like in high school to be able to say that you could be a successful running back. I wanted to be
1: back. a halfback, not fullback.
0: Yeah, it's a running back. No,
1: yeah, but, yeah. uh... no, no, no. I, yeah, yeah let me
0: explain. The halfback is the running back. It's a synonym. Yeah. They're synonyms. Fullback is the other
1: position. You would not have been a fullback. You're not big enough. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. she wanted to be a running back. Yeah, because I essentially my strength in high school was out super fast. I was like you fast. would have probably been a wide receiver.
0: Here's just me knowing you. Here's the positions that I would have put you in. Depending on your catching ability, my catching ability is like that's why I want to be right Then, <laughs> then I would have put you as a cornerback. cornerback, just to be able to corner, not quarter. Yeah, that's a cornerback. Corner. And I, I'm just I making said... sure for our audience, because <laughs> I used to get it confused all the time. I would put you as a cornerback, because um, you're tall, right? You're also long. That's the benefit. And if you have speed, the idea is you can just keep up with it, and you don't have to catch. It'd be great if you caught it. It would be great, yes. But you don't have to catch because your job is just just to swat it out of the air to make sure the other person doesn't catch up. Yeah. I I think you would have been successful at that.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I'll say him for the running
0: back, you know. The other thing, though, but, like, with your size, like, if you would have been able to, I don't know if you would have been this dedicated in high school, but if you would have been able to put on, like, 50 or 60 pounds, like, of just muscle, or you could get some, some fat there, but, like, some muscle. Yeah. I would I would put you as a middle linebacker or an outside linebacker. You've got the like you've got the side. You don't have the shape for it yet, but that's what I'm saying. You put on some muscle, you could you could get that done.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, if I was actually committed, like my brother, who like, you um you had to see my brother back in the day. I, I've seen pictures. He was He was buff. like super skinny. He was like skinnier than me. Yeah, and he like got so big after like dedicating. Like his time. Could, I like, remember if I spent that much time in the gym, dedicating myself, then I went um to apply or like play or whatever. Play, play, whatever. yeah. You would have been a middle linebacker. Yeah, you could have probably I, been a
0: running back at that point. My problem with putting you as a running back is running backs tend to be smaller and wider. Well, nowadays I don't remember back then, but they tend to be smaller and wider because running back the running back position isn't necessarily about speed; it's about power. It's about being able to explode through the hole, right? Because your offensive line will build a hole, and it's, able, it's the ability to be able to explode through that hole. Or, or your speed would come in handy as if you're trying to get to the outside, right? Because then your whole offensive line starts running with you to try to get you to the outside and get those blocks for you. So that's maybe—you maybe would have been like a running on the outside— you would have been a first yeah, and that's second that's down kind of run. Like, you yeah. would have been a first and second down kind of running back, but I'm not putting you in at like my third down. You yeah, know like what I'm it, saying? it's
1: essentially like um, when I was playing football in high school as a fun sport. You know, just like after class or before like school began, we got together, we played some football. I essentially played like the running back position, where like they handed me the ball, I run away towards the uh, field goal and end, end, end zone. goal, end zone, end zone. Oh my god goal is when you kick it. Yes, yes. yes I know my sports you guys it. I just that will work. All right. So
0: um going back to Madden, I'm I'm interested so Madden has like this curse. Yeah. Where the title the cover athlete, whatever team he's on, like they don't do well. So they put in third year Patrick Mahomes on the cover and he just came off of one of the best seasons as a quarterback. Oh, that sucks. And the thing is, is I'm worried about that because I love Patrick Mahomes. So, I love so, his so, story.
1: And um, the He thing sounds like Kermit the Frog when he talks. No, the thing about oh, serious athletes and football players and soccer players and whatnot are very superstitious.
0: Dude, especially in hockey. They didn't announce NHL 20, but hockey is one of the most superstitious sports on the planet. Did you know that Sidney Crosby, he's, the, he's one of the centers for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, he will not call or talk to his mother or his sister on game days?
1: Yeah, I've heard something about that. Yeah, people do that.
0: Because, and here's the story why, is every time he's he's gotten injured, I think major injuries three times in his career, every single time he had, that, had got those injuries, he's talked to or met, like met, not met, but like met up with his mother or sister. So he won't talk to them. Also, hockey players, they will not go in the same room or take a picture with the Stanley Cup if they haven't won it. They're super superstitious about that stuff too. Yeah. Like, another one, I love this story. He does the same routine every game. He goes to sleep because athletes take a nap before their sport, obviously, yeah. to be rested so they don't get tired during the game. He does the same. He puts on the same, like, suit goes to sleep at the same time, wakes up at the same time, eats the same meal every single game. It never changes because of superstition. They ta- He tapes his stick the same way every single game. Dude, they're super superstitious. I love it.
1: Yeah, the superstitions are really interesting. Like, there are some that, like, don't wear the same where don't wash it or anything. And it's like, or the base, or the that base,
0: the, that one's insane. That one, those are insane. But like the baseball ones are, are just as insane. I read a story about like this batter who got upset with an umpire because he wanted to get rid of his bat because in baseball, when you start hitting, the bat where you hit normally starts to become flat. Yeah. And that's illegal in the sport, right? So you have to replace your bat because they're made out of wood. Yeah. It becomes flat, but this guy was on a hitting streak. I think it was like on an 8, 9 – I think it was like a – actually, it was in the double digits. I think it was like a 15 or 16-game hitting streak, and that's a big deal. Yeah. Because you normally, like on the real, you might go a couple of games without actually hitting the ball or hitting the ball and just getting out, right? But if you can get on a hitting streak, it's a big deal. So he got on a hitting streak, and he went to do his warm-ups out in the field, and when he came back, he couldn't find his bat, and he found out that the umpire went into his bag to check his bats pulled his bat out and trashed it and said that he couldn't use it for the game and he flipped out and and he broke... He didn't keep the streak alive because the, he let the superstition get to him.
1: Yeah, and I feel like superstitions are like a huge factor where like... It's a big deal in sports. Like, uh, it's like uh, psychology kind of like that. Yeah, like absolutely. It, it gets really under their skin. It's like a
0: placebo, dude. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's
0: literally... It's a reverse placebo.
1: It's like... It, it's like they know it's mm. how unrealistic it is but it, it just gets but i'm just but i'm the
0: same way like when i used to play soccer i used to have to put everything on in a certain order right like i had to do right foot left foot in that order i do everything on my right foot first my i would put my shin my shin strap on my shin guards um my first pair of socks um my game socks i would tape everything up i would do kind of my thing and then i would go to my left foot yeah. i would do that or when I played paintball, I would do the same thing. I would do my whole right side first. Right knee pad, right elbow pad, um, anything else, that need, right glove, and then I would go to the left side. I will go left knee pad, left elbow pad, left glove, then I'd put my pants on. Um, I always put my pants on first because I like to tuck in my undershirt, and then I would put my jersey on. And I was very particular about the things in the order that I did them in. How I would set up my gun, it was always hopper, barrel, tank in that order. Super, like, I get it. I do that stuff. I even do that stuff now, like, when I play Call of Duty. I have to do certain things just to be able to play.
1: In the right mentality.
0: Yeah, just to get, not just get, yeah, just to get into the right mentality. Because, like, I've got to put my hat in just a a specific way. I've got to put my headset on in a specific way. I've got to do a certain warm-up with my fingers to get it going in the right way. And if I don't do it, I feel off. And so. And that
1: brings us back to the Madden twenty. So, Ma- I like, love Madden's
0: new feature, though.
1: It's like, how, how, did, how does the superstition affect the player? Himself? Dude,
0: it's a curse. Like, people are seriously, like, concerned because, like, G- everyone's like, oh, my God, Patrick Mahomes, he's, like, the title character. And, like, a lot of the times these players get injured and everyone's like, we don't want Patrick Mahomes to get injured because we love Patty Mahomes and he's, he sounds like Kermit the Frog and last year was his second year, but it was f- his first year playing and it was this incredible story and people are concerned. I'm one of those people. I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I love Patty Mahomes.
1: And what if, like, nothing happens to him? Do you think that the position will break? Or Absolutely the, like, not. It's, it's, it's the outlier. The outlier, yes, yeah. Yeah, it's the outlier. That's, that's, that's what everybody right. would
0: say. Yeah. Everybody's like, that's not the rule. It's not the standard. He's it's got to happen. At, it's it's the exception. It's got to happen at least three times in a row, bro. Can't happen. Guys, whoever's next year's title cover. We got C-man. Can't. Patty Mahomes. It's whatever. But I do like, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, They've added a new feature. They call it the Superstar X-Trait, which I think is really, really cool. So one of the things about Patrick Mahomes, right, is that he used to play baseball in college. Yeah. He got drafted for football and for baseball. And he chose to play football. And one of the things that everyone says is that he has a cannon of an arm. Like, easily, he can throw, like, 100. He can throw the whole field. Like, just easily. Like, he's got...
1: That is ridiculous.
0: Like when I when people normally say, "Hey man, that guy's got a cannon for an arm." They're just saying, "Hey, they can throw it. No, no, no. This guy can throw it accurately, far and fast, all like just and just rips balls. And the thing is is he doesn't have like this crazy build-up. He's just got a regular throwing motion, and he just rips it. I don't know how his shoulders hold up to it. Like, he, I don't know how he hasn't ripped all of the tendons in his shoulders. gonna we'll knock on all of the wood because I want him to play in the league for a long time. But I don't know how his shoulder can keep up with that. He yeah, is I a, can
1: imagine. it's Like, just doing, doing, like a normal throw for me is horrible. But like and, and dude, and he's throws a are freak, horrible.
0: He's a freak of nature. I love Patrick Mahomes. But. They've added this X trait. So now superstar athletes have a special trait about them. So Patrick Mahomes has the bazooka. Like that's his trait because he has a cannon of an yeah. arm. Um, like Juju Smith-Schuster has one where he can catch passes while being double covered. He's really good at catching that stuff. They, they've added, um, I forget his name, the Los Angeles Ram guy. The rush—whatever. Um, number 99 of the Rams, he's a really good quarterback rusher. So his trait is he he gets pressure on the quarterback easier. So I think that's a really, really cool feature because now you have a reason to kind of have these superstars on your team because each one of them before— you could have, like, a superstar in real life. Like, there's some... Because like, every athlete has an X factor to them, right? Yeah. And you can't just get or describe that X factor when you're looking at sports in a slider. Because you can put another athlete with those same sliders and now they're just as good. When in reality, someone might be just as fast as whoever... Yeah. But they don't have that X factor when it comes to whatever it is that they're doing, right? And I think that's a really, really cool thing that they've added because now you have these superstars who have these X factors on them and they can be like, Oh, here's the here's here's their game changing thing. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think it's really exciting. And that's the new feature for Madden twenty. All right, moving on to the two big things. Big um thing. New uh, new IPs. We talked about the two new IPs in FIFA and Madden, but they're just repeats. Um Star Wars Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We got another trailer. Um, we already knew about it. Yes, we did know about right? it. Right. We knew about the fact that it was coming November. Um and, uh, and we've I, talked about it already. You know, we had
1: some gameplay, um same some gameplay reveal as well. Yes,
0: yeah. It, it looked incredible. Again, it, it looked like a really, really good and interesting new Jedi
1: Star Wars game.
0: Now take that opinion with a grain of salt because I love Star Wars. He's very jaded about Star
1: Wars as I am jaded about Will Smith.
0: I have a very, very hard time being critical when it comes to Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Like, I can say, you know, the the new Battlefront games weren't very good, but I still enjoy the crap out of them because I love playing as Stormtroopers and as clones and things like that. So it's very hard for me to be objective. I think it was good. I think it was good, man. I thought it looked good.
1: It looked good but I feel like there are some elements which you can can could have improved. Like what? Such like um in the gameplay I saw where like he like throws down a pillar and it lands like correctly on the, the ledge, which get makes a perfect bridge for him to walk through.
0: Well, but that's just not having a correct understanding of the force and Star Wars, right? He didn't just blast the pillar and it happened to fall there. With the Force, you blast the pillar and you guide it to where you want it to go. No, no, go. it
1: literally just fell.
0: Well, yes, but that's the thing. It's, it's it's just the Force. He just uses it and it does kind of what he wants it to do because he did it in such a way that it reacts how he wants it to. In the same way, like, you don't have to, like, with the in Star Wars, like, when you pick up, like, something and you throw it, you don't have to guide where it's going. If you throw it with the force in a correct way, it'll go where you want it to go. And that throwing right? motion
1: I thought was actually pretty interesting where like they show like a gameplay scene where he throws his lightsaber and acts like a frisbee where like yeah, he that's, attacks that's and it just comes right back to him. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's an old that's pretty dope.
0: That's that's an old mechanic, like a lot of that's been in Star Wars a lot. Is it's it's always been a Darth Vader trait because Darth Vader isn't very fast and isn't very mobile. Yeah. So if people are trying to like run away from him or he's trying to distance himself, he does that. He like throws the lightsaber and then he it spins and then it comes back. I think that's a great mechanic in that game. They've even made um, mm. villains in the game. There's a there's a character not in the game but in the universe. Her name is Darth Treya. That she doesn't even hold her lightsabers. She has three purple oh, lightsabers. Awesome. She doesn't even hold them. They just float next to her and she just uses the force to fight for her. It's in, it's incredible. Is it's that actually a canon character? Yeah, right? that's a canon character. She's yeah. That's we might fe- see her pretty bad. We might see her in one of the no BA. Yeah, like, I didn't want to yeah. say A word. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty awesome. Don't say bad. That um is. we might see it in the um in the T V series that the Game of Thrones guys are making because they're going to the old republic. No, they're doing the Mandalorian. No, they're doing the, Mandalor- the old republic.
1: A Ma- Mandalorian.
0: Are they doing the Mandalorian?
1: It's the Mandalorian. Uh, isn't there only one Star Wars show? No, time?
0: they're doing th- they're doing th- they're doing two shows. The Game of Thrones guys are doing one, and then I. Th- or the only one what do- I know about is the Mandalorian. Yeah, they might be do- the- I think they might be doing the Mandalorian. Then I might be wrong.
1: Yeah, i, I, don't, yeah, I don't know I'm,
0: about- I'm yeah. wrong. What they're doing with the Old Republic is the new trilogy. They're doing a new trilogy that's in the Old Republic, and oh, that's. Right. I don't remember who the creative director for that is, but that's where I'm getting confused. Man, I got excited. I'm really excited. That's I, I expect that for my birthday. My birthday is November 3rd. Um, I want Star Wars. <laughs> you can already pre-order it for me. I'll take it on any of the consoles, PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4. does not matter. I'll play it on whatever. Um, so that's what I want for my birthday. And then last but not least,
1: Apex. Apex Legends. They I, oh, for released those, their content update. For those who listen to our older podcasts know that we have negative thoughts about Apex Legends. No, 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 no,
0: no. We think the game is fun, but it got stale too quickly because there was no incentive to keep playing the game.
1: Yes, it was the, essentially the same thing over and over. But this new DLC they just dropped was pretty exciting.
0: Okay. Are you ready for the revelation? If you go back a couple of podcasts, we talked about what we thought, or at, or at least we kind of discussed what we thought would be good additions to, to a- Apex ah. Legend. <laughs> what should Apex Legends be doing to improve themselves? So one of the things that we mentioned was new weapons. So let's, let's, let's tackle it as stuff that we said. We said we wanted new weapons, and we said we wanted new um, hop-ups. Hop-ups, yeah. Like the little square pieces, remember? Yeah. Well, what are we getting in this new update? New weapons, and new hop-ups for weapons that before didn't have hop-ups. That's exciting. I have it, to go it, find it, this new it weapon.
1: It kind of changes the meta of the guns. It might actually make a crappy gun like the P-2020. Nice. it will never be. <laughs> Hopefully, the P twenty twenty will actually be nice sometime.
0: So, where do we? Where can we get excited? Right, just like you said, it changes the meta of the game. Some old guns can be good, and you've got to now test all of these new guns out. And that's a reason to keep playing Apex. Because I was playing Apex the other day, and I went the whole game looking for an R three hundred one. Could not find an R three hundred one. Played the whole game with the wing. Yeah, enemy.
1: and they also changed that like a few um updates ago. They made uh, the responsive guns more... Rare. Rare. Yeah. And some uh, more common. And they actually, like... Because back then, it was, like, it was easy to find any gun you wanted. They yeah, literally. You could find any uh, gun that you so wanted. A like, uh, rare uh, super epic gun was, like, supposedly really hard to find. But it had, like, the same odds as the other guns. It's what I felt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they did that. And then we said, there has to... You have to give us new champions. New legends. Right? And they did that with Watson.
1: Yes, with Watson.
0: I love the lore behind Watson. I think they did such a good job. Yes,
1: there. the and, and they, that's what another thing they're they're doing. They're introducing lore.
0: Yeah, they're trying to build the the story of yeah, Apex. Yeah,
1: like Apex originally didn't have a story, they had character like it did. Story, yeah, it was a like very very really basic. But they really have any lore behind Apex Legend and why it was the thing. Like what's the arena and what's exactly. this? Why are they doing this? Uh, now with uh, the introduction of Watson. We uh, learned that her grandfather No her dad. Her dad her and her dad her invented and her dad the, created the ring. Yeah, they
0: invented the uh, the arena.
1: And, and the all cloud the or whatever it is. And uh essentially, that's where Watson's power comes from. She's the support mm-hmm. character totally down my alley since I love playing support characters.
0: I think I think it was such a good job. I think she's designed super well. I think that her the way she does her things is super like it's super like Feminine and like, like quiet and like. I, I agree. It's kind of like not that. This is gonna sound horrible. It is right up your alley. The type of character she is. Yeah. Not like the feminine parts and the things like that. Yeah,
1: I, I love playing feminine characters. All the feminine characters. Twenty fourth <laughs>
0: Um, but I think they did a really good job with like her character design and the lore and the story. You get excited. Watson, not a character I would play, but I get how she's exciting. And how she comes into play in the game, right? And I think it's pretty cool. I feel cool.
1: like uh, the, the uh, addition of Watson makes Gibraltar, Gibraltar, Gibraltar the most useless character in the game, even more useless than he is.
0: No, you partner Gibraltar with her, you have an unstoppable force of of just defense.
1: Yeah, because I feel like Gibraltar... like
0: Gibraltar. Yeah,
1: you know, like in the stream when they re- revealed the gameplay of um Watson... One of the commenter, uh, comments, no, 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 not commenters, um, the announcers, commentators, the commentators, um, was mentioning Gibraltar and no one in the audience cheered. Of course
0: not. No and, one pays Gibraltar. And He's got the biggest and hitbox. And then he
1: just like stopped there and then looked at the, um, the creators and said like, look at that. No one in the audience cheered for Gibraltar.
0: Gibraltar.
1: Gibraltar.
0: There it is. Um, hey, hey, that, that's just like something it's
1: like it's hey, sad hey, man hey, you've got characters play them if your characters like are horrible I feel like you should go out of your way to, to make, make them, them better. better like
0: they did that with Mirage they just updated Mirage and now he's one of the best characters in the game people are picking him again I think you need to be able to rework all of your characters to put them on a on a level playing field you want people to play the characters that you created yeah
1: like a cool addition of uh, Gibraltar will be like if you could actually use his shield abilities, like, remotely, like, you could just activate it, like, set it like a mind kind of something. Then you could walk away and just activate the barrier and completely throw someone off. I think that would be pretty interesting.
0: My thing is, I'm, tr- I, because maybe, I, like I just don't see the practicality
1: I, in it. I feel like his character is way too, um, what you say, um, self-centered. I feel like it's a solo no, play th- kind of character. I
0: think it's a team play kind of character.
1: I feel it's more solo play than team. Actually, probably. Yeah, because, like, most of his um, abilities can only be used within a certain Mm -hmm. limited range. And, yeah, and how often are you you right on top of your teammates? Exactly, and if you, like, set up, like, a safe zone where your team knows where you set up that zone... He's like set it, activate the barrier. Activate the barrier. You activate the barrier. Completely yeah, like in front of the a cave. Of, yeah. yeah, like if you're fighting and everyone's... Of
0: yeah, that would be actually an interesting concept because you could what you could do right is then partner him with Bangalore, because then you could have her throw down her smoke while you're running through like a like a a cave or not a cave but a um a like a passageway.
1: passageway. Yeah, like
0: a thin passageway. And as you're running away, you can have the shield there waiting and like you can like you can just have the smoke have the shield waiting drop the bangalore ult so all the missiles come down and then pop the shield and now you've got these players stuck and you can have you either can come into our circle that you didn't know that was set up already but then what then my then the question then becomes why didn't you just throw down like it's just you're just gonna throw it down anyway it kind of works that same thing
1: yeah but uh, Another element that can also add to the Gibraltar shield is like enemies can't go through it. No, but then it becomes overpowered. No it's like it would be nice for a great escape, but it also could be like as it traps, like if you activate it correctly, you trap the enemy within the orb. I get it, it's still overpowered. It is overpowered.
0: That's the problem. You yeah. don't want you
1: don't want overpowered. You want You want a control yeah, balance. You where want you want it balanced. It makes people want to play him. But not to overpower where people are getting mad because of the ridiculousness of his power. Yeah, like
0: like there there's a great Ubisoft does this great thing, they call it their win delta. And they've got a formula of essentially all of their um, operators, what's their pick rate? Now when it gets picked, what's their win percentage? And they use those numbers to figure out how overpowered a character. Exactly. Because they want, essentially what they want is they want everyone across this bottom line that if they get picked, it's a 50-50 chance of them winning. That's where they want them. Because they want if it's at 50-50, then that means it all comes down to skill. Yes. The skill is what's winning you the game, not the operator. You're using the operator. And so what they want is, obviously some characters are going to be better than others, just instinctively. And some characters you're going to pick, and you're going to be better with, and, and stuff like that. So they use, like, this wind delta to kind of figure out who needs to be buffed, who needs to be nerfed, and all of that stuff. And I
1: feel like that's uh, something Apex Legends should develop into their eyes. I
0: think every game should develop that. Dude, you have all of the analytics in front of you. Use that to your advantage. I think Ubisoft does that really, really well. Take their analytics and use it to their advantage to build out their... Um, their game and their things like that. I think that's a really good idea. But here's the kicker. What was the last thing we said on there that I think that we said would be really, really cool for Apex Legends to do when they did? Do you remember? It
1: was a while ago. New maps? Well,
0: well. Whoop. what we said was the problem with Apex Legends is people like me and you are very, very... We are at different skill levels when it comes to Apex Legends. Yeah. I am at a much higher skill level than you are because I've been playing first-person shooters for a lot longer. First-person
1: computer shooters longer than Naya. Yeah.
0: Well, even on console, like I've been playing Apex Legends on the PlayStation, um, just to kind of get a feel for it. And I'm I'm at a higher level than you are. Yes. And that's not a That's not oh, a yes. shot now at you. I remember,
1: now I know exactly. And you what do. we
0: said was, what they should do is they should add a ranked mode so that you can play with, with people, people at, at your, your same level. level. And guess what's coming in July?
1: Yeah, because you know one thing that got me down. I can never win a gunfight.
0: Well, and you never I, had the ch- – You won gunfights. I would get,
1: I could win gunfights, but it was like every a, other game every we run into other, a, like eleven hundred kill player. Exactly, and it was just like ridiculous. Like, how am I supposed to beat that? It's like even he has more time to exp- Like. Master best. the
0: map and the skills and everything like that, and I want to come in and have fun and play, and I can't because I'm at an unfair advantage. I it's don't like have the
1: first gunfight I get into, I die.
0: Yeah, I I am not set up for success by this game. I'm not on this. I'm not on a level playing field, and so they added ranked mode to the game. I I love it, man. I'm I, it's got me excited. I'm gonna come yeah, back for season I'm two. Yeah, I'm
1: definitely gonna come back for season two. Probably play some. Of watson yeah
0: well you're gonna have to unlock her
1: i'm gonna have to unlock watson and i'm gonna have to play her because one thing i wanted to ask her ability where she creates the force field it's not a force field uh she essentially creates a trophy system Trophy? what's that
0: so trophy system is essentially a system that like you throw on the ground and it'll shoot projectiles out of the air so a great example is like for grenades um a trophy system is like you would attach it to a wall or you would put it on the ground and if you throw a grenade, an, uh, an an object would come out and shoot at the grenade and get rid of it, like detonate it in a safe manner
1: so no, that I'm it doesn't talking, go I'm off. I'm talking about the, ele- uh, the electrical force field. Where oh, she the fence. Ele- the fence.
0: Not force field. That's a different word. It's a fence. The fence. Ask your question, sir.
1: Uh, when she creates the fences, Mm-hmm. I saw enemies walking through. Did they get stunned? Did they get damaged? Or no? Is there so if you, if you, if it's just a marker, that's it's how they keep
0: it from not being overpowered. You can put these fences up, and if you're, if an enemy team, if if one player of the enemy team walks through, all three players get pinged. On the team, so you have to be very careful. Oh,
1: I, d- I doubt it when they said that, I thought they meant no. The whole team. I, d- gets I thought pinged. they meant that all three players in your team get pinged at that person's location.
0: They do. That's but I thought, all right? three players get
1: pinged. That is interesting.
0: My understanding may be wrong, but I watched it twice. I, I'm pretty sure I have a good understanding of it.
1: Yes, yeah, that that's definitely and a I really think her, great character. I
0: think her ultimate is incredible. Or being able to, like, if someone throws a Gibraltar ult or a, um, a Bangalore ult, being able to just throw the trophy system down, your ultimate, and just get rid of it because all of those projectiles coming down Gone. It's exciting news. It is. It's exciting it's news. Like I'm it excited for Apex. I'm going to come back. It's
1: cr- extremely defensive. It's going to be a huge learning curve for me because I'm not used to any of that. But, well, know. yeah.
0: Every, game's a, every game has a learning curve. Anything else regarding the EA conference that you wanted to go over?
1: Uh, no.
0: No, me well, neither. When does
1: Apex uh, Legends DLC drop?
0: July 2nd or 8th?
1: I don't remember. Like July
0: something. It's like ju- the first week of July.
1: Oh, so, yeah, so essentially around In like the same two time weeks. Spider-Man drops.
0: Yeah, yeah, actually, actually, yeah. So, guys, it's been a long Wednesday, man. Three episodes
1: today. Yeah, it's like probably seven o'clock by the time you're finishing.
0: Maybe later. I think we went for a, we went for a bit, man. We went for we went for quite some time. Yeah, we went for almost an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, so um, like seven thirty-eight. Yeah. Hey. We really appreciate you guys watching it. We hope that you're loving all of the extra content that's happening for E3 week. We're really excited making it. It's tiring, and it's challenging having this many podcasts to record. Um, but I think we're enjoying it. I think we're having fun doing it. And yeah, we're excited for more kind of things, to like more projects and things what to handle. What is next? Uh, field time.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, we had... This week, um, Today we had uh, three episodes.
0: Your favorite is coming next. Mark, uh, y- Mike Shaw? No, your absolute. Oh! <laughs> the no. one you love more than anything. Your oh. favorite conference.
1: Yes. The next conference is the computer conference. The PC gaming PC show. Gaming. The one conference that I did not finish because I fell asleep halfway through it. PC Gaming Show! <laughs> the first half of it is probably going to be pretty exciting because I'm going to be talking about AMD. But the other half eh?
0: No, we won't. I won't let them. That wasn't on the PC they Gaming Show. The PC gaming no, show. they talked about it very briefly. PC Gaming Show is going to be something different. We're going to talk about the games, and we can briefly talk about how AMD is a garbage company, and then we can move on.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for today's episode.
0: Yeah, hey, let us know what you guys... Oh, no, we're not done. Are we not? Z, A, B, C, D, F, or Z. What are we giving, E? Oh, yeah, en. the
1: rating. The grade. What do we grade? E, A, sports. We could either grade it an E or an A. I hate you.
0: <laughs> do you have a grade? Do you need time for uh, m- Do you need me to go first? You could go first. Okay. First um, I think overall, because we're not allowed to do pluses, I would love to give it a C+. Plus. Because we don't do pluses, because that gives us way too many grades. Yes, we don't. We don't do pluses. I want to give it a B. Yeah, I think. I think one, you and uh, you gave us more information on a, on a Star Wars game. Um, I think the Apex Legends content update was was pretty exciting. Was compelling. Was exciting. I enjoyed that. Um, I like FIFA. I like Madden, so I had no beef with that. Okay, you do get s- you do lose some points obviously because of, you know, the battlefield content that I feel like just was meh, the cataclysm content that I feel was just meh. Yeah, yeah. The Sims I can't grade on the Sims because it might be a big deal for people in that Sims community. I don't know. And I think the haze like bit of the conference was was interesting. So overall, I give it a B because I think they had more positives than they had negatives. They weren't perfect. They weren't anywhere near perfect. But they were pretty good. They were pretty they were pretty good. Z, F D C B, A, or S. Go.
1: I will rate EA not as an E. <laughs> not as an A. But a B. The reason why I chose a B because I thought um It it, it actually like Got you engaged on like the games, like not only the games, like you could actually talk about it even if you don't aren't interested in it. Like for Madden, FIFA,
0: they make the they make the trailers compelling enough like, that you exactly, enjoy it like, no matter what.
1: I don't I don't enjoy those games, but the trailers were enjoyable. It's like that actually like gets a person not interested in the game cause they're like I might actually like play a game or two just to see how it goes.
0: Yeah, it gets you it gets you in that. I'll try that out mentality. It
1: did the uh, hazel, hazel light company. Hazel light, hazel light company.
0: Hazel is a type of nut, I think.
1: Hazel is also a color, but whatever.
0: Is it? Yes, it is. is it? your eye? Your eyes are hazel.
1: Yeah, my eyes are hazel. Anyways, um, hazel light. Oh, pretty boy. Is um, the the teaser, trailer intro, uh company introduction, were actually really interesting. Like, actually, just got you sitting there like, Yeah. Yeah, like I said, you make some valid points, guys. Mm -hmm. I enjoy your your uh, mentality as a company.
0: Yeah, like it's like I said, there's a lot more positives than there are negatives. Like okay, Uh, the 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 anthem update and the the battlefield were, but other than that, like what else was there? Yeah,
1: yeah, the only negatives I actually have is stop making sim games, but that's my only negative. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Again, I thought it, I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was enjoyable, and
1: the um, the, uh, the episode was enjoyable to talk about, and that right there ultimately boosted up the grade.
0: Yeah, I had fun this episode. We were able to like go on tangents and still talk about this stuff. And there's there's stuff there. Oh, but let me ask this question: Is it enjoyable because EA is a bigger company and there's more to talk about, just inherently because it's EA? Because there's more to talk about inherently when it's a Nintendo show, right? So. Is that what we ran into
1: here? No, I, I felt like just their content of the games in general
0: were compelling and exciting. Yeah,
1: compelling and exciting because like Interesting. They didn't really have that much games to announce.
0: No, they didn't. It was they, it wasn't they, that it was a like, conference.
1: Four game four new games, which three of them were already like old games which were like just rehashes. Yeah, rehashes right? of the no. old games. Yeah, FIFA Sims. Oh no! Sims was other DLC expansion,
0: so it was two games. It was FIFA and Madden, which are just rehashes Fiefen of whatever. FIFA and Madden, and then
1: Star Wars. And Star Wars, just three games.
0: And even at that point, Star Wars. And, and about then already. we
1: had like four or five DLCs and three um, teaser trailers. And
0: about a company, not even really about the yeah, games. Yeah, just about
1: the company itself. And yeah, we found ourselves. Entertained a long episode. Entertained. Have you been entertained? Gone yeah. with more tangents than the other episodes. So. It might be awesome because of the time being 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, whatever o'clock it is. But it it might actually be that too, but... I don't know. I I, I just thought it overall more enjoyable to talk about. I think
0: of all of the conferences that we've done up until now, I think EA has been the one that I've
1: enjoyed the most talking about. Yeah. What were the other conferences that we had? Because
0: we've done Square Square Enix, Enix, Bethesda... Ubisoft... Ubisoft Devolver Digital and Limited Run and now EA so those were all the five episodes that we've had and I think the one that I've enjoyed talking about the most was the EA one uh, just because e- of like Apex, Ubisoft Star Wars War. Ubisoft was pretty good I enjoyed yeah. the Ubisoft one Ubisoft, Ubisoft was probably yeah, a close probably second, the second
1: f- yeah but overall EA was probably the more enjoyable ones that we had to talk about
0: yeah especially I think the Haze Light was the was the standout thing because it's like it's a new company and it's exactly. new exciting and, and,
1: and uh, the Pro um, Promotional video about their company it was pretty fun,
0: yeah, fantastic, guys. Let us know what you guys thought. What did you grade? Um, EA's conference, I hope you enjoyed did this recap. Did you go to more
1: towards my grade, or did you go more towards Teo's grade where we, where we both go B? But you know, <laughs> <laughs> which grade did you enjoy more? Um,
0: remember tomorrow's episode, we're only going to one episode a day again until Saturday, until
1: Saturday, where we release two episodes, and
0: we're gonna have. Eight hours between those two episodes, so we're going to drop one at 10 and then one at 6. Um, let us know what you guys thought. I honestly expect the PC gaming show to be really short. Probably, like, there 30 wasn't 30 minutes, maybe. maybe dude. If they they released so much, and so much of it was nothing content. I might go a lot tangent
1: about AMD, D'oh, but... He,
0: nah, I won't let him do that. AMD's not worth talking about. We're not going to give them free publicity. Uh, uh, wh- Hashtag wh- wh- not a sponsor. The- <laughs> um... Yeah, let us know what you guys thought in the comment section below or any of our social media platforms. You will get all of that information in the end card, so stick around for that. Um, come chat with us. We'd love if you chat with us on any of those platforms. And if you supported us by giving us a like on whatever platform you on or hitting subscribe on whatever platform you on, Hey, we love you guys. My name is Tigo. My name is Sean. And we'll see you guys tomorrow.
1: Hello, guys. This is John from Level 1 Saki Speaking. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed what you just listened to, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Get
0: out of here. My panda's way better. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, chat with us on Discord, and if you're so inclined, chat. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon page. Hey, my
1: panda's a lot better. No, it's not. My what? panda's throwing is up. Is I don't that care really that your panda's that. dabbing. It's don't know what these two are doing, but
0: check us out, guys.
1: Bye. <laughs>